whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Happy Saturday to all of you. It's Friday afternoon here where we're recording. Another afternoon of recording for us. We are not doing our normal late night Friday night recording because Chip has a random Friday night off of work. He worked today today. We have to take full advantage of doing something fun on Friday nights when Chip's off. Because usually we're recording and Tim's stuck with all the kids and that's like our big Friday night hurrah. Yeah. But but when Chip's around, we can't deprive Tim of his buddy time and make them just Watch babysit. all the kids, yeah. I know that they're not really babysitting when it's they're, their own kids, but... <laughs> but we'd much rather like play games or do something fun. Yeah. Then. So we're planning to grill burgers and go swimming and have some other people over. Yep. So, so we're recording right now in the afternoon. And we're I feel like this week oh, I'm ready for next week to start. But haven't I don't even know if I am. I'm I I haven't it's not that I haven't been a fan of this week, but it's just been so weird and so it's we were out of town through Monday night so that we kind of like lost that day and got off track of the week Mm -hmm. starting out and then I don't even remember oh I, I had like a million things on Tuesday which felt really a million really crazy after just getting home Monday night and then we didn't have food since we normally get food on Mondays, and so I had to do that on Wednesday, and then felt like the week just went by quickly, and then Abby and I had the oh. pleasure of catching a baby at a birth together. Which was extra special. Very special, but also meant getting very little sleep for that night. And having a birth hangover day. <sighs> And then the other part of it that's kind of strange is Sky and Alexander, who've been living here, are moving out, I guess, technically. Tomorrow. They're working on it throughout the weekend. They're taking some stuff today, some stuff tomorrow. They're staying tomorrow night and leaving Sunday morning. And Yeah. So, which is totally fine. It just makes feeling like it's like a a transition period again where it's going to make it feel like a fresh different start Mm -hmm. of I feel like also the fact that Sunday is September 1st and it just feels like okay (laughs) like let's just finish this off and get there let's get into September and start my kids are mostly at the end of a bunch of different school stuff that they're finishing up Mm -hmm. so we're planning to start a kind of new school routine it's the end of the bible reading challenge and it's going to start the new new one so it's just like this (laughs) weird build up anticipation of like being finished with all this stuff and starting yeah like this new but i feel like it's been also an off 
not just a normal finishing out. Yeah. That I'm just like, ugh. Can it be just Monday? be Monday already? Mm. But, and then Monday's Labor Day and it's going right. to feel like it doesn't really affect Chip because he works on Labor Day. Yeah. But it's going to also make it kind of seem like an off day. Weird. Because you can't go to Costco again, right? I can't remember if they're closed on Labor Day or not. I don't know. I know they were on... Well, that will throw next week. It's like when you don't go to Costco on Monday morning, it makes the week feel so confusing. I know. And it also feels like, oh, no, I'm not going to have our food till Tuesday when I feel like we still have plenty of food to make it through. But, yeah, it throws the whole thing off. And uh, I don't feel like life's going to get more simple. No. When these new things start, but... And I keep mixing up, like, we had things going on this Thursday, which was yesterday, and then next Thursday, the 5th, Uh and then the next Thursday is Archer's birthday, and we're we're tentatively planning to leave to go up to Chip's parents' cabin again, but we might not leave until Friday, but we're not going to know what we're doing until Thursday, the 5th, because it depends on Kenzie's orchestra practices uh-huh. if she can miss the second one or not but I won't know till the first one and yeah so I feel like there's all these things that I keep trying to keep straight in my head of like wait which thing which day is that which time is that happening do you have these things written down I do but it doesn't I, I what I really need I don't have I shouldn't have said I have them written down I have them in my phone calendar and I hate my phone calendar and mm. I don't do well with like yeah. I need to get like a planner, planner and like, see and, like it all. write it down or write it on an actual paper calendar. Mm-hmm. It helps me. Yes, me too. So much, and it feels so stupid. And I've been putting it off because I'm like, I can just put it in my phone, and it, that shouldn't be a yeah. problem. But for whatever reason, it does not. I'm definitely a paper person. I usually have things in my phone, but I also and write them on paper. My food planner that I, mm-hmm. I'm like. At the very end of one that I keep meaning to get out my new one for, like, starting. It, like, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. I, I normally don't. Like, it's not like I use one per month and yeah. get out a new one or something. It's just, like, happening to line up perfectly. But I keep meaning to get that out because I feel like even if I wrote it down in that organizational mm-hmm. way, it would help. But I haven't done it. and Yeah. <sighs> so, I'm just feeling a little little out of sorts from all of these mm-hmm. things but I feel like we're in a similar stage but for totally different reasons of like you're feeling out of sorts because you're like my house you're like at the you're at the 34 weeks pregnant stage in my house stage of your house remodel <laughs> where you see the end and you see paint on the walls you see things happening and but you're like yet, I'm so close but then you look and you're like I'm not actually it's close so at far all. like oh no yeah oh that's exactly we? where I feel where it feels like okay I just want to move kids into the right rooms I want to move to organize toys being where they need to be I want to just like put go into Get our my new refrigerators nor- out of my house yes. into this yeah bare- and just be in our like new normal groove with like chores and what what like rooms kids are supposed to be responsible for because all that's changing when we move things around and so it's like just starting it feels like it's it's still a long ways away yes but it's like the closer you get to it the more anticipation you have of like and we're still not there yet (laughs) and this also feels maybe like a dumb reason but 
Sayla's birthday is next Friday, and no. the things we're planning on getting her for her birthday are, like, not going to be that... None of our toys are organized. Everything is just all over the place and thrown in random bins. And so it just feels like if she had her room with, like, the dollhouse that she has, we're, like, planning on buying her stuff for the dollhouse, but it feels, like, not that exciting when the dollhouse is, like, in That's Arrow's room and none of the pieces we even have any, like, organized. And so Tim was like, well, we could just organize all the toys. And I'm like, I don't want to yet. Like, I want to wait until... We have it's everything to... in where it's supposed to go. and Because if you do, it's not going to be... Organ- you're going right. to have to do it again. It's basically like so, committing yes. to doing it twice. And yeah. it might not be quite as bad the second time, but it's still probably yes. close. But I was just really hoping I that by Sayla's birthday, we could have them moving Especially, into their room. There was one point in it early on when it really felt like things were going quickly. Yes. And it's like... That oh, this I've... week, we thought everything would be done. Yeah. And so... Which you know, I feel like you know and had prepared yourself from the very, very beginning that that's just not how these things usually go. And it's not like this is abnormal or... And back to pregnancy, it feels like you can plan and prepare like, well, I know I'll probably go late or I know I'll probably not go early or whatever you want to say. And then when it comes to it, you're like, but why is this not happening? Right. (laughs) Like, and that's how I feel where I feel like I'm at my due date of when this project is supposed to be done. And I can tell we're nowhere near. And you're like, and I knew. I knew it might go to 42 I, weeks. But. but yet, somehow, this feels torturous every day. Yeah. At least today felt a little... All the last two weeks have felt like, what are they doing out there? Because they've been, like, spackling and then sanding and then respackling drywall. And it's literally taken forever. So every day I'd go out there and see, like nothing done with my eye. She knew that there was stuff getting done. Yes, I knew they were working. And I knew they they were working hard. It just, when I couldn't see any progress, it felt like... But then today, they, like, put in the AC unit and started running that. They, like, painted all the walls. And so they, like, put the doors and all the trim. Like, they didn't put it in, but they, like, set it in there. Did they take off your door? No, next week. Okay. And they're just going to, like, put up, like, a zipper tent around so it's still kind of, like, closed off. And I might put my baby gate around that so that arrow doesn't go out there with them all the time. Because it's going to be off until... Yeah. So I need to, like, block off that from arrow because he's obsessed with being outside. And But it's going to... They're going to take off the door that used to be going out to our garage. They're going to take off because now it's going to just be our house. (laughs) And they're going to put that door on the new outside. So, it'll just be open to the construction. Which has been a blessing that we haven't had to have that thus far. Like, it's been very closed off and separate. Yes. So. And I don't feel like they have to do as big of major construction. I, they'll be doing, like, the floors and stuff, but it's not like... Yeah. The floors will be interesting with Arrow. Thankfully, we have that giant baby gate we put around our Christmas tree. Yeah. And I'll just set that up through the whole room and <laughs> block them off. You're like, I'll just make a triple layer. Like, and Arrow will just stand there watching them. Probably the whole crying time. sometimes, yeah. wanting to go out there, mm-hmm. pointing, jabbering in his <laughs> yes. Arrow language. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's Abby's uh, waiting on life update. Yes. And we are starting in like a week and a half, we're starting. Grayson, my oldest, she's going to start classes twice a week for dyslexia, and so she's going to be doing that, and that will be a 
different change for us, and we'll have to add different things in. So that starts the second week of... The 10th, yeah, on Tuesday. That's, like, so crazy how perfectly that worked out with swim team. I know. Because... Yeah. It's, like, ending exactly the... The week before. Tuesday and Thursday. I know. I was really excited about that, so... Yeah, so that'll what, kind of be a shift for What us. time is that from you? 10.30 to 12. <laughs> I feel like these are the details you guys don't need to know on the podcast, but I just, while I'm thinking of it, I'll ask you again. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, well. So we have some... Have you talked to her anymore about that? How no, she's we need to. It? We need to, like, sit her down and we just haven't we haven't really figured out exactly what to say or like how to ex- she knows that we've suspected she like that she has dyslexia she knows that Tim probably does she knows we've been like learning about it she knows she went for an evaluation for it but since talking to like the evaluator and and actually like seeing all of her test results she doesn't know that and we're trying to sort out how much of that we really go into with her Right. And how much she really needs to know. But we need to mm-hmm. do that. At least have that conversation with her. We just have Does it. she know she's starting the classes? Yes. Okay. And she does not want to at all. Has she said why? I think because of how horrible she felt During after the, the evaluation. evaluation. She felt really awful about herself and her abilities. Which I understand because, I mean, you have to, like... That's what an evaluation is, to see where you're at. And so... But the class won't be anything like that. She was one of the younger ones, and she does struggle a lot. And so it was really difficult for her. Yes, struggles probably the most. And so I think that she just felt very inadequate. And So hopefully if you can talk to her about giving it a chance and that this isn't going to be the same as what she went to before. And that they're going to be, that this is actually really helpful in kind of being able to explain the difference of like the different people learn in different ways. And yes, I feel like you can really, explain it honestly like how it is Mm -hmm. like it's not a wrong thing or a bad thing it's just a different way and that this is actually going to be really helpful so she can so Tim's going to start working from home on Tuesdays and Thursdays right now he works from home on Wednesdays and Fridays but he's going to switch his days so that he'll be home on the days she has to go to classes just so we it's easier to take her and one of us has to be there so that will also feel like this weird shift of like Throw throwing the things. whole week off. You're gonna be like, "What day is it?" I like, know, I know. You're home. Do we go to a yes reach group tonight? Yes. But no, it's only Tuesday. So that'll be really weird, and we'll just it's all it's like this new fresh start that's about to occur, but it's not here yet, and yep. just feels it's coming, guys. Yeah. We'll see how long we last in that fresh start before we decide we're too pregnant and we quit life. (laughs) (laughs) Which we already kind of feel like. (laughs) Which is just sad. That's so sad. All right. So we had a midwife appointment this week. We did. We did our first joint prenatal with our midwife. We're using the same midwife that we've used before for not our last babies, but the two babies before that, uh, the two each of us one Abby two I, I just explained that really poorly but <laughs> we've used this midwife multiple times before but not with our last babies because she was right. living in a different state taking care of her mom at the time but she's so, back and since we're uh, we're this is more than a, a midwife for us in a lot of ways in the sense that we've 
we keep in contact with her whether we're pregnant or not and always yes. will and she's a friend and mentor and yeah someone that Abby and I more than once have gotten together the three of us and just for tea or baked donuts yeah one time we went to oregano's and had some oh yeah garlic bread yeah so it doesn't feel I mean I don't think it would feel strange even if she was just our midwife but it feels even less strange because we've had a lot of times of the three of us spending time together so we just figured why not we won't probably always do our prenatal appointments together, but... No, and we haven't up to this point even. We've had a couple of appointments without yeah. doing them together, but some of them, it, I mean, Abby and I are usually talking about any of the things that we're going to talk about with her, with each other anyway, right. and it's just fun. We both are interested in, like, seeing where the other person is with yeah. pregnancy stuff, and so... Things are... Cool going well. I'm starting to feel less sick. You guys might have heard me say that before and then it went back downhill, but I'm starting to get this there. This week was better than yes, the week before. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I'm, I just turned 21 weeks and you're almost 19 weeks. Mm-hmm. So we're both right around that halfway-ish yep. point. Probably accurately halfway for both of us <laughs> yeah no you're not quite because you keep telling me you're not gonna have your baby i won't go early that early but no. i don't believe you well clearly you're the one who knew i was pregnant when i didn't so i know i'm just really preparing myself i'm preparing myself to be the one who's due a little over two weeks sooner but that Abby could totally have her baby before me. Maybe not, but that's what I'm going to be ready for because... It doesn't feel... The, it feels like that would be hard. I feel like it would really also suck for you if for some reason I happen to have my baby earlier than I normally do and mm-hmm. then this is like the first one you go really late oh, with. Yes. Because it's already a two and a half week difference and we're not expecting to be like a full two and a half weeks apart. But if I yes. ended up having my baby at like 38 weeks and you went to like 41 and a half weeks and it made it like... Well, especially because I've never gone late. Right. And you've and I, the, never gone early, early without some doing something about it. I know. So it would be... Because we're like not expecting that at all. I feel like that would be like... The good news about it is I feel like you could be at my birth then. I feel like not only could I be at your birth, but I feel like I could actually potentially even be somewhat of a decent support like after your birth and I feel like I would be that would be right now that feels like my ideal option I know when I'm that pregnant I know you would you would find the good in it there would be good parts about it and you would yeah we'd have to both force but it would be a huge mental shift I would feel like I'd want to like hide my baby away or something that's how I feel if I have my baby before you because I I feel like that feels the most like I would feel like the biggest I would be feel like the biggest jerk ever I know but thankfully with all of these things we both trust God's sovereignty and timing Mm -hmm. on them and so I think that when it comes down to it that does make it seem bearable to go into yes. no matter what. And yeah, 
if we were didn't have the ideas about birth that we have, we could schedule like matching C-section dates or something. <laughs> I don't want to have my baby on the same day. Though. I know. I'm just being funny about like. Yeah. We could plan this all out, Abby. We, we planned out both having boys. You know that was <laughs> something we tried to do. Yep. Um, in case any of you randomly didn't know that yet, I feel like we posted that on our page and stuff, right? I don't know. No, I mean, no, no, that well, surprise, we're both having boys. <laughs> so if you're not friend, I feel like only people who know us listen to this, but that's probably not completely true. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're both having boys. So. Danny, crazy. I've been getting a lot of people right lately. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say that you have a name for your baby, which oh, feels yes. super crazy to me because... It usually... We're usually... Even if they have a name, they usually don't commit to it. Right. And it's usually closer to the end of pregnancy before we commit to it, if we even do. I feel like Kenzie, we didn't even commit to a name for her until after she was born. We had, like, two names picked out, knowing she was a girl and everything, and, like, waited to name her... Riken was very close to the end. The, the twins were our earliest committed names. I feel like we started talking about twin names as soon as we found out we were having twins. Yeah. And we had boy and girl names picked out before we found out that they were boys. Okay. We found out they were boys at 13 weeks, but not, like, for sure. It was on ultrasound, and the tech was like, I would put money on the fact that they're boys, and they... The fact that they're identical and I see and feel like confident that they're both boys Mm -hmm. makes me even more confident that they're boys. But I wouldn't go out and like buy anything or do anything until your next ultrasound. And that was at 17 weeks. But we like knew their names for sure going into that ultrasound. Yeah. Well, not only do I normally find out what gender my babies are at like 10 weeks, but we usually have a name by like 11 or 12 weeks tops. Like that era was the latest name we named and that was at 12 weeks. So I feel like a lot of times you already have narrowed down and thought about names before you even find out the gender. Oh, yes. We have like a girl name and a boy name and then we find out the gender and then we know the name. Like nail it down for sure. I felt like Arrow felt torturous to me because it was like two whole weeks of like every day us talking about names until Tim finally picked one. And now I'm almost 19 weeks and I have have the choice, (laughs) which feels the most crazy. This actually is backfired totally on me, and... She doesn't actually have the choice, because she has the choice, but she doesn't want to do anything Tim doesn't want to do, so... I know! And I just wasn't expecting that. I was expecting to just be like, well, and now I'm picking my favorite name, even though you hate it. But I can't. I didn't expect to feel this way. I know. I expected to just be like... She's also, like, trying to say things like... We can use the name you like if you go get (laughs) The the funniest part about this is that Tim never, never has even come up with a suggestion of a name ever in any of our pregnancies. He's never been like, how about this name? He just doesn't. I come up with all the suggestions and then he tries to narrow them down of which ones he likes. So out of nowhere, he just busts out with this suggestion 
and a middle name for it. A first and really liking it. Yes, and feeling like boom, done. This is the name, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what are you doing? I am naming the child. <laughs> Normally, that would be my dream, though. If he were to come up with and decide on a name he loved, that would be like my dream come true. But because he has all the principle, like, Abby can't waste her like one time. My one shot of naming the baby whatever I want, and yet I can't do it. Now she almost wants to just name the baby what Tim wants to name right. the baby. Because I like that he likes like it. Upon principle, she can't. Yes. <laughs> but now I feel like I can't name <sighs> this next baby anything that starts with an R because the name Tim likes starts with an R. So I feel like the next baby will get that name. So then this baby you can't be. never have a boy again or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's especially funny to me because of the fact that I know how how much this like means to you and bothers you, and the fact that I could be like my baby's two weeks old and doesn't have and I I wouldn't even like I'd be like we should probably get around to that at some point. I want to just bother Chip much more than it would bother me, but yeah. and so then the fact that I do have the name and you don't have the name is like mm-hmm. adding yes. compounding. Yes. Like if I didn't have a name either, I feel like you'd still be like, well, I need to hurry and figure out my name. Yeah. But I am just like, oh, yeah, I guess I do have a name. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. I sent Tim yesterday when he was at work a list of 11 name options and said, give me your top five. But then I'm like, what if what I don't like any of his five? Out of these 11 that I picked, but I really want <laughs> these three the most. <laughs> which he knows which ones yes. you like the I most, know. which are the ones that he doesn't really like that much, which is the whole point. I also feel like I'm to a point where I want a name so bad that I'm going to throw all 11 of these names in a hat and just pick one and be like, and this is it. But you won't be like happy. I'd be like, but actually, I wanted this one. Come on, Tim, can't you just like it? That's what you really want. I want Tim to like what it. What you really want is you don't want the ability to just name your yes. child whatever you want. Yes. And you that's want, what I thought I wanted. You really want the ability to make Tim like, like whatever name you yes. want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like that's too much to ask. That unreasonable. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Just get on board. So. That's kind of the crossroads we're at. I either picked a, t- a name Tim likes because I like that he likes it. I pick a name that he really doesn't like, but I like it. And you've liked it every time and you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's multiple names he doesn't I, like that I like. I My top three out of those 11, he hates. Yeah. So. But I, I just want my I baby. I will have to ask you that later. I just want my baby to have a name. I know. It's driving me nuts. So watch like the whole end of this happen and like none of these names end up being the baby's that's name. why i keep that's why i feel like i keep searching for other names i'm like well maybe i just haven't settled on one because there's this other name out there that i don't know about but then I, my list of 11 just keeps growing and growing but not actually getting more narrowing like, down at all and she tried to ask opinions about how to pronounce a name hoping that she would like narrow it down between two ways she thought and now there's like eight ways to pronounce the name and, and no one knows no one like agrees no one on like agrees what or way has like a good suggestion so that ruined that name that. for me is that still in your top three or no yeah but it just feels like <laughs> I, I can't pick it I know so so her top three is really actually top two only she's gonna continue to call it the top three and uh-huh. still keep that name in there yep 
Uh, I'm never this undecisive. You know me. I'm all about efficiency. Like, let's get it done, pick a name, and move on. This is the baby's name. I know. So. That's why I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. Anyway. My baby's name is Stephen Finley, and we're calling him Finn. Chip has liked the name Finley for several babies a long, long time. We might have even discussed Finley for the twins. Oh, okay. Like, that long of a time. And then the next baby was a girl after the twins, and we named her Brinley. And so then he still wanted Finley for our next boy Mm -hmm. after Brinley, and I kind of vetoed that and was like, we're not going to have Brinley and Finley at the end of right next to each other and call them Brin and Finn. That's just Mm -hmm. not... So... Now that we have Brinley, then Titus, then Archer, then Dietrich, I'm and okay with you're planning with on Finley. calling him Finn, and his middle name is Finley, so it just feels different. Right, and we hadn't we hadn't come up with that solution until after Deke mm-hmm. when we were talking because we were trying to figure out what middle name would we use with Finley, and we like to use family middle names. And when we were going through the options, just none of them had, like, the type of flow that we really wanted them Mm -hmm. to have. And we said, like, Finley Steven, because Chip's first name is Steven, which he... (laughs) Which is a whole other story of He doesn't go by... So he's... His dad is a Steven, and then he's Steven Paul. He always grew up by the name of Paul. Chip is a nickname. So... (laughs) He never felt like he had a middle name. He felt like he had a first name you don't use and is your middle name. Yeah. And so when we were thinking about using the the family name of Stephen, of Finley Stephen, it just, we liked Stephen Finley, how it flowed better than Finley Stephen. And so we're like, oh, we'll just do the same thing to the poor kid. (laughs) You've said to do. Everybody will just be confused about what his name is his whole life. It'll be fine. So... Yeah, so he'll be the third Steven in a row. I mean, he had six older brothers that could have been the next Steven, but... They didn't make the cut. Start getting uh, far enough down the line of boys, and you start doing juniors and stuff. (laughs) Start getting desperate for names. Yeah, so... But we'll call him Finn, and... uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's that. Yep. We've had that name picked since for like a year. Mm-hmm. But like Abby was saying, it does kind of take out two initials, S and F. In case you don't know about that rule of ours, we can't it's kind repeat. of weird that we both have that rule. But I know, I don't someone else like, does too. I feel like it's not that uncommon of a rule to have. Yeah. But I feel like for us to both have it and not, I don't Tim feel like. Tim hates that rule. And but. so does Chip. And I don't feel like I don't feel like you and I influenced each other on it at all. Uh-huh. I feel like we already yeah. both very much felt that we strongly. can't repeat the first initial on a child's name. So, and Mackenzie is like an M and a K because mm-hmm. she's Mackenzie, but we only call her Kenzie like ninety yeah. percent of the time. And yeah, oh well. I mean, I feel like of any of the like. I feel like I could potentially convince myself to do an M name for a Mm -hmm. boy if it's like we're really desperate and just have K be Kenzie's initial. 
Yeah. I feel like I could do an S name because we're not going to call Steven, Steven. And, but it would be like my very last, like. You would have to like really love the name. Love the name and feel like there's just no, like we're down to like Q, X, and <laughs> F, and I mean S and M. And yeah. I need a one that does yeah. not begin with a Q. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if anyone has any really great name suggestions, I'll add them to my list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you've still got... That makes you feel better that you have half your pregnancy left to go, right? No. It makes me think, oh my goodness, I cannot believe (laughs) I'm halfway through my pregnancy and I don't have a name for this baby. Better than you're not due next week. I mean... (laughs) It's true. That's, I would have by that. If I was due next week, I would have drawn gonna, one out of a hat and committed. I'm not going to hold you to that. <laughs> okay. When you're 39 weeks and don't have a name yet. and Oh, I'll have a name. I will have a name. Oh, no. Please stop right now. <laughs> I feel like these declarations are just like <laughs> bringing self-proclamation of <laughs> failure onto you. Um, oh, I had a question asked of me after our last podcast episode okay that i haven't answered the person in real life yet but maybe i will do that too okay what's the question the question is after our last episode when we were talking i think i mentioned something we were talking about getting prepared for girls growing up and oh feminine mm -hmm. products Mm -hmm. I think we, I mean, I don't even remember exactly what we said, but we alluded to trying to figure out what we're going to have them use use and how we used to use certain things and now we don't. And But we never really went into what that, like, entailed or looked like. And so I got asked, well, what do you, use? like, why, what do you not use and what do you use? And oh. so what are your feminine products and why mm. and I thought that is kind of I feel like it doesn't get talked question. about a lot and sorry to all you men out there who sorry Steve <laughs> my father-in-law if you're I actually don't feel bad for Steve I feel like <laughs> Steve it's fine but some wow. of you other random guys from church that you can end this now or if maybe you're really curious about it and you can give your wife some suggestions if she yes. doesn't listen or whatever i mean do what this, you want with the info but be be forewarned we're talking period talk this has been something that <clears throat> i've definitely changed over time but it hasn't been something that i've had to put so much thought into perfecting what i use and like really liking it <laughs> <laughs> because why not, Abby? <laughs> because I have so little periods. Uh, yeah, I. When you only have like one or two or maybe three in between kids before getting pregnant again, it just feels like whatever I'm gonna use. I can't remember the last time I totaled up, but I think I've maybe had like somewhere between twelve and fourteen periods total since the year two thousand six. Yeah. So when that's the case, it's just doesn't become a huge priority to really like love exactly what you're using. But I know what we don't want to use. Right. I feel like I've still fundamentally shifted in. And that's why it makes it more difficult trying to think of what I'm going to have a daughter yeah. who's going to inevitably have many more cycles than that to deal right. with. And yeah. 
Um, so all of that to say, what did you use in the past? Did you ever use tampons? Only tampons. Okay. Like exclusively. That's from the time I first got my period to probably after Cade. I think I really just switched after having maybe it was Sela. Um, it wasn't that long ago. Yes, probably I, like four years ago. So it's probably only been like <clears throat> eight periods total that I've. Yeah, I think I switched after I had Brinley, maybe either the twins or Brinley. I'm not sure which, but I mean, kind of like like I had the twins, and then I think I had like I can't remember if I had one period between them and Brinley, two something like that, mm-hmm. and then I had Brinley, and then I had like two or three and then I had Titus and then I had none between Titus and Archer and so equally I think I've not even though I just said I've had like 12 to 14 periods I haven't even used anything other than I was always using tampons and then like just panty liners or whatever for the lighter days but I mean use tampons to the point I'd get like even the like really small ones for Mm -hmm. the lightest like I didn't really use a pad yeah Per se, uh, like yeah. And um, after realizing that I didn't want to use that anymore, I tried out different like Diva cups, Luna cups, whatever. There's all like, the different silicone cups. Like there's different brands and yes, that like catch your yeah. And they when they were never comfortable. I think I tried two or three different ones, and I never could get a good fit. I never felt like. I liked them at all. Um, so I just use cloth pads now. And I do use a Diva Cup. That's what I tried, and it's always worked fine for me. Mm-hmm. But I use it with cloth panty liners. So I think one thing, my I don't know how it was for you, my journey into cloth pads and panty liners was through cloth diapering yes me too and thinking like well if i'm already washing these cloth things and they these cloth diapers feel so soft and nice and Mm -hmm. like maybe i'll try out some cloth panty liners i had a friend who made cloth diapers like she had a little bit of a business Mm -hmm. doing that and she also made what a lot of people call mama cloth like Mm -hmm. cloth pads and panty liners and so i decided to order some from her and was really shocked by how much more I liked them, how yeah. much more comfortable they were. They were much less irritating and really it wasn't as gross as... I mean, I think also, A, how you're taught about it and exposed to it is going to like make you think of how gross it is. B, if you already thought it was really, really gross, but then you have kids... I feel like after you have babies, like, things that felt like I could never do that, you're like, mm, this isn't that gross. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Washing out this cloth pad and throwing it in the washer and washing yeah. it. Like, where I feel like, I mean, that... Uh, Your standard of what's gross really shifts <laughs> by, like, kid number two. And your standard of like, well, this is saving me money, so I'm gonna do yeah. it. So there's like factors like that, but then I was really surprised at just how much more 
comfortable it was and how much more I liked it. And I felt like that wasn't necessarily the reason I was thinking that I would shift to it. And so then it kind of goes into the whole, a lot of disposable feminine products are filled with chemicals and fragrances and all sorts of things that aren't necessarily great for you. But Which I do use after I have a baby. I have not switched to postpartum cloth. I have not either. It just feels too overwhelming at that stage of my life. Postpartum, guys, if you are someone who gives birth at the hospital and hasn't had this tip passed along to you yet, because I don't feel like, for some reason, I don't feel like in the hospital birth community, it's nearly as, like, talked about. I don't know, but... Did you know about... No. I no. mean, I, I... I knew they had, like, the mesh panties that people would talk about, how much they loved them. Yeah, and I actually really liked my mesh hospital pants. This is a new level. Panties, guys. And I feel like even more of a new level. Like, so when I went into the home birth community, it's like, get Depends for your postpartum yes. needs. And that felt like a breakthrough. But then Always Brand has, like, an even more trim... More like underwear, underwear fitting, fitting, not like diaper fitting. It's for it's for like incontinence and like people who can't hold their bladder. I actually wish I was wearing one right now because I have to be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just kidding. Um, <laughs> do we need to take a break so you can go pee down? No, you know, laugh. Keep talking. Um, just can't laugh or move. But. <laughs> As I make you laugh again. Um, they have, like, a very much more trim-fitting <laughs> underwear-like one that I feel like... I don't know how many people take it as far as I do, and you did, too, last mm-hmm. time, right? Yep, they're the best. I feel like some people use them for, like, the first couple of days. <laughs> use them for, like, the first month of anytime you're bleeding anytime I even was not like even really bleeding but like I thought I might you know have like mm-hmm. a I'm like oh, I'm just gonna they're throw comfortable. one of comfortable and then you just throw them away and put something new on yes it's really life changing and then you feel like you can lay in bed postpartum and you're not worried about leaking out like they're not just... trying to make sure that the pad is like in place of where it needs right. to be or that something's getting on your underwear or on your sheets so you're like I can do it and I mean even when I switched back to like my normal clothes I felt like I could keep wearing them I think you might have taken it a couple weeks further than I did but I think I did I think I was like which is funny because I feel like I was in bed way longer than you were postpartum I feel like maybe part of it was that you were in bed and so sick of being so postpartum me that you're like I'm gonna do something to feel less real underwear on when I was like I'm wearing these for the rest of my life. (laughs) Just kidding. I only wore them for like a month. But I immediately like went out and bought more packages of them, afraid that somehow people would stop being incontinent and needing them and that I wouldn't. You are set. I have them prepared and ready for Mm -hmm. this postpartum time. But all that to say, we don't, we have not hit the cloth level. I think for me, mostly it's because like, I already am not wanting to do... The, I, I want to maybe pick out one outfit that each of my kids is allowed to wear for, like... Yes. Yeah, I'm not... first month postpartum. And we're not, and, like, actively cloth diapering right now. So it, it would feel different to me if, like... But I wouldn't... I didn't even ever cloth diaper my newborns. I was not that committed of a mom. And, right. But we're not even cloth diapering any babies. I meant, and, like, any other kids that we might have. I know, either. but I'm saying, like... 
so even in that postpartum period, like there's just uh, yeah. we're we've hit a point where laundry, like making more of it is not a goal. <laughs> right. I mean, so anyway. This is another thing where it's gonna be interesting to see when there's like actual period laundry like monthly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna feel different right. than like Yeah. I mean I have to deal with it like once every four years or something. Right. So we'll see how it all goes. But I did there there have come out now a lot of different like underwears that like thinks about things and of then those. um I just ordered some underwear off of a website called rubylove.com and they have teen like specifically teen ones that go down to like a much smaller size um and they have cloth pads that they make specifically to work with their underwear but Mm -hmm. you can use the underwear without the cloth pad but if it's like a really heavy time or whatever and they even have like swim they have swimwear which i'm really curious what like how that because it says you can use those with the pads or so i'm not really sure how that works but (laughs) it's worth looking into yeah because these are that is the hardest thing in the summer Mm -hmm. when it's swimming time and you're not using tampons you feel like your only other option is a diva cup or like some kind of cup right to swim like that part really does especially not that i have a girl who's going to be close but especially for the young girls like there isn't i don't wouldn't want my daughters using a tampon i wouldn't feel like they could really not get a cup feels like it yes i know they say you can use them from the get-go but if i'm not finding them comfortable i feel like it'd be hard for me to like I just remember how hard it was to even use get a tampon. tampon. And yes, these like fold up, but I don't feel like they fold up as small as a tampon when you're like putting them in. Inserting. Yeah. I don't know. That just sounds traumatic and horrible. And yeah. I wouldn't want to go there. And so hopefully, hopefully, periods won't be like. I feel like usually if someone's having, like, a pretty standard period, there's only, like, one or two really heavy days. Mm -hmm. And the other days, you could get away with, like, less and not having to worry about it. So, I don't know. We'll go there when we have to. But it's basically cloth pads and diva cups or some sort of silicone Mm -hmm. Period cup. I've also heard people do like there's some disposable cups hmm. that you can use. Um, and some people get like organic, whatever tampons and right. So what still is, use that? What is your reason of like why you? I think we haven't talked about like what why right. we don't use tampons. Yeah. Well, I felt like they what how they make tampons and what's in them can cause a lot i noticed a huge increase or a huge decrease when i stopped using tampons and like my cramping and bleeding and things like that so that was like there's so much inflammation that they can cause your body because your body is responding to them being like a foreign object that it doesn't like and wants out of mm-hmm. you that they really can increase those things they can increase your risks of I, I got yeast infections, like, all the time. I think that they were a big promoter of that. Um, we've all heard, I mean, a lot of people have heard of the risks of toxic 
shock syndrome. Mm-hmm. But I had friends that, like, experienced, like, yeah. leaving a tampon in for 12 hours and their hands, like, starting to peel. Um, yeah. I had a friend in college that got their tampon, like, stuck, like, really, really I did far too. up and had to yeah. get it, like... Removed. Removed. Emergency room. Yeah. yeah. And that's, like... I don't know. It's like, well, if there's other options, maybe they're not a bad idea to consider. It just, overall, I think over time, I kind of started to realize, like, this isn't really sounding that good for you. And mm-hmm. so. But at this point, I, I don't feel, feel like, like it's like a moral issue. Like, no, not don't at all. use tampons. I just no. think that. But yes, like you were saying, this point, it also. We have to we don't deal, have to with, deal it with it not very often. I so. don't feel like I'm... If I was, like, having periods regularly and I was going to swim, I would probably just put a tampon in for that time. And I, mean, and I definitely I don't, I'm not, like, that against them. I won't be opposed if, as my daughters get older, if they say, like, I really want to try a tampon for... Mm-hmm this i'm i'm not gonna say like no you can't that's Mm -hmm. terrible for you and but i'll make sure that i'm talking to them about like the risks of it what's going on and yeah helping them navigate through that and i'll still be encouraging of like you know if you don't really need to use that yeah then this is probably a better option for your body i mean yeah it's the same thing like i'll admit it freely (laughs) diapers like I fully acknowledge that your standard run-of-the-mill huggies have chemicals and things that are probably Mm -hmm. not great for having on your babies, but I've cloth diapered at different points, and Mm -hmm. I've had different points where I buy, like, chemical-free diapers, but overall, the majority of my diapering and what I do right now is your run-of-the-mill huggies that have the chemicals, and, you know... I think that's where everybody has a different level of conviction about those things. They mm-hmm. play into your life differently. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I feel comfortable with that decision. Yeah. But so, yeah, I think I don't feel strongly in this area that, like, I never will use a... But I have used... Regular pads and regular panty liners. But the other day, not the other day, but like a couple periods ago, I even used a panty liner that was like orga- organic cotton and like supposed to be mm-hmm. better. And it gave me one of the worst reactions, like made me so hmm. itchy and like uncomfortable hmm. that I was like, well, that's weird, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like that wasn't worth it. So I don't know. That's what we use and that's what we're doing i have found that ever since i bought the ones off of ruby love i have haven't gotten them yet but i keep getting ads and there's like so many companies there are a lot period underwear now yes so there's a lot of options out there that you can look into yeah i feel like it started out and like thinks was one of the only yes brands and And i got some of those and i feel like they definitely like held like held well but they just were like an awkward fit uh-huh. just like different underwear right. brands fit people differently right. i feel like they were just like a weren't super comfortable as far as like the fit and cut of the underwear I yes guess. and that's why i only ordered to be clear like i ordered them for my daughter but i only ordered a couple of pair of the ones that i got because i wanted to wait and see and not buy like a big 
yes. 12 pack bundle and be like, oh, these are terrible. And yeah. So we'll just see how that goes. And yep. So now that we got that all sorted out, baby names and periods. Yep. Period products. Feminine hygiene. <laughs> That's our exciting episode this week. Stay tuned to see what we talk about next week. (laughs) Bye.